Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors, brought to you by Bear River Lodge. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. Our host is Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. Well, let's see. We don't have any hunting, but we do have fishing and high adventure. Yes. On the show today. So that's a good thing. Good morning, all. Welcome to a brand new day. Nice to have you listening for another week of KSL Outdoors Radio. We're recording this program this week uh, during the week, as we always do. Uh, today happens to be Wednesday rather than Thursday. Oh, man, that's really going to change things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but recorded as live for those of you uh, listening on this Saturday morning. Hope you enjoy the next couple of hours. We've got a lot of ground to cover, as we always do. Russ Smith is here from Sky Call Satellite. Yeah. Good morning. Good it's good, morning. It's good to be here in so many ways. Yeah, We've been uh, kicked back here. We're a little behind schedule because we've been just uh, talking retirement uh, plans in the future. Man. Don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't don't what? Don't retire? Don't make don't, plans? Yeah, yeah. I you know, never mind. <laughs> it's it's hard. It's hard to make decisions on this. Well, you're jumping in the motorhome and you're headed out oh. for maybe three weeks or longer, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, you know, those of you that've been with us a long time, you've heard us talk about uh, Ranger Stan. Yeah, your daughter, <clears throat> my daughter Megan, Megan, and she's now married and we're going up for the ring ceremony the the big part of it we were up there for the actual wedding too but i'm going up two weeks early to help uh, her husband doug montana yeah montana yeah um he's got they got a lot of work to do they just bought 60 some odd acres with a little house on it and what a dream come true huh it was nice of you to well to uh not welcome but volunteer to help around with some of that uh, but you're just going to be handing hammers and getting yeah, out of the way, right? Yeah, I'm about as good as holding a ladder for you and going <laughs> and getting tools. Plus, the the big plus is I'm out of mama's way for four weeks. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, and the reason we were having the conversation is because we added a, a new toy to the arsenal, yeah. a new member of the family this past week after 15 years of driving a Dodge pickup uh, that was – Really flawless for us on yeah, the roads. One hundred hundred eighty nine thousand miles. Uh, Dodge three quarter ton. I uh, searched out a red twenty five hundred, uh, which is a three quarter ton. For those that don't know, three quarter ton um, pickup, and happened to find one that caught my eye up at uh, Larry H and Bountiful. Went up there. They made a, me a swinging deal on uh, even a 15-year-old truck with one hundred ninety thousand miles on it, and uh, a couple of days Perfect. later, here it is. So that's the first step in uh, maybe, you know, getting something that's going to pull a fifth wheel down the road someday. So if you see a well-dressed man out with a sign that says, 
<laughs> I need help with my truck payment. Need, need to make a That'll truck payment. <laughs> uh, and if you haven't priced a truck lately, oh. whoo, be prepared for sticker shock. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it, it takes a little adjusting, too. Anyway, uh, that's why we're having the conversation today. We're alone because um, Bob and Mark are going to be out uh, about. They're going to be in the backcountry somewhere where they're probably going to not have cell service. And I have Bob's satellite phone in my truck. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they're going to be out with Adam Eakle uh, working on a uh, segment for his television show on Channel 5. But we also have Navidomskis, who last time we checked was uh, on his final approach into the week-long or 10-day-long, whatever it's going to be, uh, trip down the middle fork of the salmon. Mm. I told him to plan on recording on Wednesday, and last night I had already gone to bed and my phone was buzzing a little bit, which I try to ignore. And I noticed first thing this morning at 3 a.m. that it was uh, Navidomskis who left like three messages to let me know that he was ready. <laughs> what are you doing up at 3 a.m.? <laughs> well, in the bottom of a canyon. I, I, no, me. I got oh, up at 3. The messages were left oh, last night okay. about between 8 and 8.30. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, he's lost track of days, which is one of the really beautiful things about getting out on an adventure like the oh, one he's yeah. on. Hopefully we can make connection with him tonight when we were originally scheduled to do it, and we'll share some of uh, what they've been experiencing over the last week or so. We also have um, follow-ups on the interviews we did last week, one with uh, Doug Cooley, mm-hmm. who was headed to Alaska on his Harleys uh, with one other buddy, if I remember right, 77 years old, something yeah, like that, right, his right. friend. Not sure where they are, but they were headed to Jasper National Park last week, which is a spot we know from our rides up there. And so we'll check in with Doug. Matter of fact, I'll just tell you right now, we already made contact with Doug. Um, and and this this will be sort of behind-the-scenes <laughs> uh, information, but had to do quite a bit of editing. Yeah. Get some hearing protection. <laughs> or just have your your hand on the volume because we, we he's right he's right along a highway and the trucks come by and yeah. trucks take over the microphone and, <laughs> anyway but I'm glad we got hold of him it was great to hear that they're having a great time I'm looking forward to going to Alaska again and Alaska the and B- the, the um machines are working well sounds like they're in good health and good spirits so anyway we'll share that conversation with you in the next half hour but they did pull off right off the side of the road and so every truck that passed was kind of noisy and we still don't know whether we're going to make contact with john taylor or not he's from the hunts for the brave we had that conversation last week he was taking some vets i think up to uh the prince of wales island yeah uh, to do some fishing. So I, I do hope we get a chance to talk with uh, him coming up a little bit later. But Navidomskis, uh, fingers crossed, will be checking in with us and we'll talk fishing. A couple, couple of things here. I mentioned because we were hoping, speaking of fishing, to get away to uh, connect with Paul Phillips of right. Strawberry mm-hmm. for some kokanee fishing. Yeah. And um, I, I told you that uh, everything is like 30 days to 45 days yeah. behind, it yeah. seems like. It is. With cooler spring and wet weather and all the rest, now we're making up for it with these really hot temperatures. But you said even your business yeah, is behind and, a little and bit. I, and I track everything. So we know, you know, those of you with a small business, you know you have to do that so you can plan for the future. But, yeah, it's been really slow the first two weeks of July, and July is our busiest month. And usually we're out of out of phones. We're going to be out of phones between now and the end of the month hmm. because all of a sudden we've gotten this big surge. It's like... The light went off every where it said, "Okay, it's okay to go out and have fun now," you know. <laughs> so, 
So please, if, if you need phones, get hold of us right away so we can get you reserved. We've got we've probably got about 20 phones left in a box we can activate. But, wow. And we've got our fourth uh, Starlink now in. Uh, everything's going out. And the Starlinks have been real popular. Based, you know, we didn't expect it to go crazy the first year we had them, but we and, and remind busy. me that the benefit to the Starlinks oh. is what exactly? The biggest benefit is high speed internet, just about pretty much anywhere you go, because hmm. it's pulling it off the yeah. satellite. It's not something you're going to pack into the UNAs or something. It's it's a pretty heavy. Yeah, we have them in big Pelican cases. That's what weighs so much. Yeah, but I've been using it on the motorhome. Never had any problems. Nice. And, yeah, we've got a lot of business clients that take them, too. So 801-450-8317. Thanks. I was going to ask you what my number was. <laughs> 801-450-8317. Or just look up uh, Skycall Satellite. I'm glad to hear it's getting busy for you. Yeah. Speaking of kokanee fishing, I wanted to throw this one note in here from the Division of Wildlife this week because they just finished a big gillnet survey at Causey Reservoir, and they were thrilled to pass along some pictures and some photos that I have shared on our uh, Facebook page, and it reminded me of the day we went up on a gillnet survey, oh. rode motorcycles, as a matter of fact. <laughs> That's kind of funny, isn't it? It was like a 10 or 12 degree Can you imagine day. doing that anymore? No. No way. I would have turned around now. I mean, am I right? Wasn't it like 10 degrees it or something? It was a lot colder than we thought. We got up to the top there before Daniel we Daniel Summit. In. Yeah. I mean, we left, it was probably 40 degrees. Yeah. But, oh, man. And we had to be there at first light, so it was I, That cold. was probably the that's colder than most places I've ever – and I ride in a lot of cold back yeah. in the day, but I don't do that anymore. Anyway, this uh, information and some of yeah. these pictures reminded me of that day. Yeah. Uh, and let me just read some of what they uh, discovered at Causey Reservoir for fishermen that love to go there. Browns, tigers, cutthroat trout, they said, mm. can grow to very large sizes in that reservoir. But the water bodies, kokanee salmon, tend to be smaller than other uh, fisheries nearby. But a lot of them, 82% of the sport fish caught in the nets – during their survey were kokanee, which wow. they seem to be even a little surprised about. The fish, uh, these fish, the kokanee averaged nine inches in length. The largest coke uh, caught was 14 inches. They said they also had uh, a handful of other species of fish with the browns and the cuts, and uh, that if you deep fish enough at Causey, you might even catch the elusive lake trout there. Boats, they said, uh, things to remember as you head to Causey Reservoir, boats must maintain a wakeless speed and must be placed at the reservoir by hand. Uh, this makes Causey a great place to fish from a float tube, kayak, or canoe. And during the summer months, lots of paddleboarders and other recreational um, users are out there on uh, Causey. Be prepared to fish early or uh, share the water later in the day. I, I threw that little bit of fishing information out there because we hope to be able to fill the uh, usual fish bite segment with uh, some fishing information about where Navadomskis is this week. That was a great trip, going out and riding in their boat while they're collecting the samples yeah. and everything. I learned a lot. I did not understand a lot of what's going on. And when you talk about the numbers, this is not a fisherman's exaggeration. This is a very scientific study. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they, they were checking specifically for chub populations the day we were up there. If it was me, I would say, uh, six million. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Exaggerate a little yeah. bit. All right, we'll take a break. We will share our conversation with uh, Doug Cooley coming up after the uh, bottom of the hour. And uh, I need to speak quickly here. We're going to talk trial hunting program with Levi Bassett, who is the shooting sports manager of the Divisional Wildlife Resources. That's at the top of the next hour. Stay right there. More coming up.
I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. KSL Outdoors with Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. We don't have a lot of time here, but I, I do on our news of the week want to uh, talk a little about something that has uh, gotten my attention. And I noticed that we've had reports of it uh, a little bit on the radio, but on the TV side, Channel 5, of all of these thefts that have been happening with ATVs uh, over the last little while. And there was another one that were taken right from the dealership. I think uh, somewhere in Colorado, but Alex Cabrero was following up on that for Channel 5 and mentioned that it's even been happening here in Utah. There appears to be something going on with all of these UTV and side-by-side thefts. The Utah County Sheriff's Office tells me they have a couple of cases they are working on in Eagle Mountain, but because of all these thefts here pretty much all across northern Utah over the past month, there's a popular group that deals with side-by-sides and they're warning owners to be alert. It's easy to get addicted to them. Yeah, we love it. Travis Langelier sure has. Family time, you know. We're spending time with the kid. He worked hard for months to buy this side-by-side. The person who stole it recently put in less than 15 minutes to get it. The wife felt pretty violated, you know. But yeah, other than financially, it's just you feel violated. He's not the only one who feels this way. They got two the night they got mine. Apparently, they got two or three the other night in Eagle Mountain. He knows this because side-by-side owners have been talking about these thefts on the UTV Utah Facebook page. We're getting a lot of members joining that have just had their machine stolen, and they're trying to reach out to the community to keep their eyes open. And we're seeing, truthfully, I mean, if you average them all out, almost one a day. But Bruning, the president of UTV Utah, says he's heard of about 40 side-by-side stolen in the past month or so. It's to the point where he wants other UTV owners to know there's something going on. We used to see a theft here or there, but now we're seeing enough where it's, it's a, if you've got a machine and you've got it in front of your house, I would be, I would be concerned. He recommends getting some sort of anti-theft device like a kill switch to prevent the machine from starting or a GPS tracker or even a removable steering wheel. If I walked up to a machine and it's got no steering wheel in it, probably not one one I'm going to take. These are photos Langelier gave us of a similar-looking truck involved in at least three of the thefts owners have shared. Police reports have been filed, but with the thefts happening in so many different cities and counties, it might take a multi-agency approach to figure out what's going on. I would imagine they're selling them off. Yeah, they're either selling them off or they're using them for their parts, which is one of the other theories going around. But I'm sure if you're a person that frequents and goes out with buddies uh, and family members out on your side-by-sides 
uh, fairly frequently. You've heard these rumblings going around. Do what you can to keep you and your machine safe right now. One other note that just uh, puts a smile on my face, and it came out of Camus. Uh, you'll find it also at KSL.com, but uh, it was a story of an 80-pound dog that uh, lay in a makeshift stretcher, panting as 17 boys, <laughs> panted right along with him probably, carried him over four miles down the Island Lake Trail in Summit County on Saturday. Not sure really what happened uh, to the dog, but he was injured and may really have just been overcome by the heat. What's this pooch's name? I thought I saw it here somewhere. Otis! Ah, they said that Otis's paws were bloodied and that his paw pads were so badly torn he couldn't move. And so whether the dog got left out there or whether it, uh, you know, was out playing and just uh, was overcome with the weather or whatever or was lost for a while, we just don't know. It's tough to get Otis to speak at this point. But uh, it was just a, a heartwarming story that uh, these teens went uh, right to instinct and decided that they were going to help. It was a young men's group who was uh, hiking together for an activity for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Last time we checked, Otis was doing pretty good. So that's a great story to be able to share with you this morning. All right, got to take a break. When we come back, we are uh, scheduled to check in with Doug Cooley. Russ, stand by. We'll make a contact with the Skycall satellite phone. Fingers crossed uh, with Doug Cooley, who last week checked in. He and his buddy, 74 and 77 years old, jumped on their Harleys and were headed north. Way north. Stay with us. That's next. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.